this NFL playoffs divisional round edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is your home for the NFL playoffs. Use the promo code SGP and get up to one thousand dollars in free bets. MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code SGP. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500 on your next deposit. Remember, that's code SGP, and you can get a deposit bonus up to $500 only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Prop Swap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. That's PropSwap.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code SGP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Finally, we're also brought to you by Express VPN, the leader in VPN providers for hiding your location online and making your internet activity super secure. Get three months free when you buy one year at expressvpn.com slash SGP. That's expressvpn.com slash SGP. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. Time, Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Well, Sean, it's the National Football League playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, you know, they many years ago they figured out that if you just uh, you add some games to the end of the season in a winner take all fashion, people are fascinated by this. Are you making um, fun of the college football world that? It it took. They almost act like they invented no, the no. idea. They of invented playoff. a different playoff, <laughs> the four team playoff, where also there's a tons of meaningless exhibition games surrounding them. <laughs> Bowl <laughs> games are always pointless, but then to have a playoff and not include more team, it, you're, it's the most insane thing. But we will be talking college football championship. I don't know what they call it, the college football playoff finale. The grand finale. The the sports gambling podcast network's own Colby Dant, aka the Dantabase of the college experience. He would call it the invitational. He would. So we'll be talking about that tomorrow night. Tonight, we're gonna be talking NFL divisional round playoff picks. We'll be breaking that down. We got a uh, special guest calling in as well. New writer for the program over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. John Jackson does a bunch of cool flow charts. There's a bunch of data. He's got a hashtag going, <laughs> hashtag show me the data. Now he's a good <laughs> handicapper. I like to I like to know what data is out there, but ultimately, I'm trusting my gut. But we'll be hearing from him. Last night, of course, we taped the DFS podcast, which was a unmitigated disaster, thanks to Boston Capper. Being, disaster. Uh, no, I mean in a Beautiful. good way. It's a baby Beautiful. fucking wheel, man. We got to get our shit going mentally. Well, Boston Capper, the original disaster artist. <laughs> Capper, of course, was <laughs> hammered out of his hammered out of his mind, but uh, still throw out a pretty solid DraftKings uh, lineup there. 
And I, I texted you as soon as we left the <laughs> podcast or done recording the podcast because we, we never edit the podcast. There's just no reason we believe in leaving it all in there. And I, I texted you because we actually had to edit a part <laughs> out of the Boston capper podcast. And I said, I can't believe we had to edit out Boston capper and not Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. Lenny, a guy who just lives says whatever he wants. And somehow Boston capper was the guy that got, I, I mean, no bullshit. There's maybe been a dozen edits in almost 10 years. Yeah. And half, half are Boston cappers. <laughs> We don't have many lines here. If you've listened to the podcast, hashtag DJs only. Uh, the show is growing in popularity, so certain things. <laughs> oh man, we'll save that. We'll save that for the book, Ryan. Some news to get to. First off, you got to go at Gambling Podcast to see a video uh, I tweeted out there of Doug Peterson doing God knows what to a water bottle in the back of the. Uh, Kind of the end of the year I press conference. Oh. He's behind Howie Roseman, and he he just looks like he's like zoned out, or he's uh, it's something you would see at a rave, like a guy just licking and just <laughs> I, I, I just going all over the place with this water bottle. It's really a sight to behold. Words don't describe it, but give that a look over uh, at Gambling Podcast. I don't think you'll be disappointed with the comedy of it. And in just, other in other news, Zeke looking uh, looking more and more like he wants to join the Philadelphia Eagles. Found <laughs> a head coach into his that seat. There you go. Get a little party music on. I mean, it, at some point when you're a public figure, don't you have that like default mechanism? It's almost like when you're driving a manual transmission and you're about to stall and you just instinctually jam on the clutch. <laughs> don't you realize that someone's probably watching you as you just lather up the inside of this water bottle? Real weird, real <laughs> weird. And it, uh, it, it, one of the, I, I saw two of the funniest things I've seen this decade, Sean. Wow. I can do that. I can do that. Decade is fresh. Yeah. But uh also that that Chris Farley <laughs> the Chris Farley David Spade <laughs> side by side with Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones. First of all, either Jerry Jones has a serious bone condition where he's shrinking at rapid rapid speeds or Mike McCarthy has has completely blown out of his skin. He uh, looks like an ogre. He looks like a character from like North of the Wall. Fat guy <laughs> in a little. Oh, anyway, between that and the Doug Peterson, mm. and that is that is breaking news, Ryan. We haven't we tried to get to it last night, but uh, <laughs> we aborted. <laughs> we, we were dealing with. <laughs> we were being overwhelmed with the chatterness, and we had we had a bail. But uh, Mike McCarthy getting hired by the Dallas Cowboys, instant near instant reaction. What are your thoughts? Oh, I love I love it just based on the Cowboys fans' results or responses. Really? Are they are they completely out on it? No, they're like, oh, oh they're- yeah, it's great. I mean, considering what's going on, this is pretty good hire. <laughs> All things considered, you know, he- I do I do like the Cowboys uh, fan spin of well, hey, I mean, if you look at his stats, he really is kind of like Sean Payton, and uh, you know, hey, if you we had Sean Payton, we'd be pretty happy. How many coaches? That were available with a Super Bowl <laughs> ring on their finger. Yeah, you could end up in a long cox situation where you're dealing with a guy <laughs> who's maybe it's passing by. Mike McCarthy, he just he's Mike McCarthy, right? Is he is he really going to get the the most out of the Cowboys? I think if you're a Cowboys fan, what you're selling yourself on was Jason Garrett was really hurting us. Like he was a, an obvious detriment. We had a bunch of talent. He was fucking it up. But now Mike McCarthy, he won't 
he won't do anything good to uh, bring us to the mountaintop, but he won't stop us. Like Jason Garrett was actively preventing them from a championship. I don't know if J- I don't know if Mike McCarthy's going to do that as as much as I. What are you talking about? We watched him do that in Green Bay for years. We watched him ruin Aaron Rodgers for years. And sure, maybe we'll read the tell-all book in 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 <laughs> two decades that tells us that Aaron Rodgers is just the diva of all divas. I think just- I think that's kind of uh, what's going on here. I think Aaron Rodgers is difficult to coach. And I think LaFleur is dealing with that now, but the, the offense is doing better than it did last season, even say, though they don't look amazing. It's a weird, it's a weird scene right now in green Bay. All they did was get McCarthy out of the way. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I think there's the, the small percentage of me that is like shit. Anything's better than Jason Garrett. So this team might be good next year. They have a lot of talent. They still have to sign some guys. I, I'm still confident that Jerry. I, I, here's what I think is going to happen. Mike McCarthy is going to be like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> like may, maybe a season, but he's not going to tolerate it like Jason Garrett did. So I, 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 I'm not too concerned because he's an established guy. I can't imagine he's going to take a ton of bullshit. But we right. will see. I, I'm not sad for the Cowboys, but I, I think uh, I'd rather see them hire Mike McCarthy than some sort of like. Young whippersnapper, Matt Rule type character. Uh, Matt well, Rule, I was ready to run through a wall for Coach Rule. Well, we've learned a lot about him in the last <laughs> seventy-two hours, Sean. And what is that? Uh, looks like he's uh, really into himself and money. Oh wow! Oh, okay, Willing so is this go... your is this your giant spin? No. Why no should sir. he have to take a pay cut to work for a team that has a ton of money? I mean, just some teams just you know. Don't value coaches like the New York Giants. If, if, the, if, if a franchise is just going to bend over and spread their ass, well, it's good news for Matt, my it's, Matt Rule. Clearly knows how to fill that void. If there's anyone that can save my boy Will Greer, <laughs> it is Coach Rule coming in there. No nonsense. Adios. It does Man put him Newton. in a weird spot though, because he went from being kind of this like darling college football program reconstructor, rah rah guys want to run through a wall for him. To a guy that he's gonna start off being uh, like he's just gonna get hated because he has this massive contract now he has all this pressure. No, he, he's in Carolina. For, for the what pressure does he have in Carolina? This guy is like thirty-two a four, jobs. The guy has a four. Cam Newton. What are they doing with that? Yeah, that's. I mean, they'll figure that out. It, it, he has like a four to five year leash. Matt Rule is not wow. gonna be out in two years. Well, with that contract. Jesus. Right. How are they going to pay the there concession no, workers? There is no salary cap <laughs> no, in the I, National Football League. I, I was pretty $7 surprised. $7 million dollars I was, isn't. I was pretty surprised. Un, uh, John Mara, unwilling to, to go to him, said, come to us. Uh, it, it just seems like. Yeah, if you want to, if you want a special teams coach, if you want to go bargain bin shopping and get Joe Judge, a guy that was on no one's coaching list, yeah, no one's gonna be fighting. Do for we have him. a gavel sound effect because <laughs> you're in If no one's competing for your services, the price is really low. Well, Mississippi State, <laughs> big time program, and Mike Leach, Mike Leach. Boy, uh, our boy, Coach oh, Leach. Oh boy, they don't have they don't have big feet in Mississippi. I don't know if it's going to work out for Coach Leach. Kind of worried about that. All right, uh, Kramer. What else do we want to get to before we, uh, you know, before we really start uh, plowing through here? Why do we, uh, Kirk Cousins? He did release a new, a new Kirk Cousins. You like that? So why don't we take a listen to that round? <sighs> I, are we calling it a mixtape? 
No, I don't think it's a, it's not a mixtape, but it does, you know, he does drop, you know, he does drop some heat. I just, the way you surprised me, I thought we were going somewhere else, but he does. He, we we can take a listen. Hey, hey, that's how we've won all year. T, right? You hold him to 20 points, man. Yes, sir. Give us a chance at the end. I got three words for you. You like that? Uh, Can I say something? His voice was cracking all over. Like all over the entire game. I'm man enough to say this. What? I'm going all in on Kirk Cousins. I, I know, and we'll get to it in the picks thing. How do you not like that guy? I do like that, Kirk. I've made fun of you a bunch of times, but now I'm I'm seeing the mojo. I'm enjoying. I'm hopping on. Dare I say it? The Kirk Cousins train. We'll get to that in a moment, Kramer. Why don't we Why don't we get to the recaps? But before we do. That sound is the sound of the National Football League. NFL picks. Time is running out. We literally only have seven more NFL games to bet on. And when I'm doing betting, I'm doing over at mybookie.ag. Who's your bookie, Sean? It is my bookie. Easy deposit, even easier withdrawals using that sweet, sweet cryptocurrency. All the lines you'll be hearing. On this week's episode and all the episodes you hear, courtesy of mybookie.ag, the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast Network, SportsGamblingPodcast.com. They're helping pay the bills and keep the free content train alive. Ooh, you want to get a little involved in the Squares Contest? Four. <laughs> They have a divisional round squares contest. Are you kidding me? No more, just for the Super Bowl. They got it for the divisional playoff round and the college football playoff championship. Again, mybookie.ag promo code SGP get up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets. Play win and get paid. AG recapping the wild card games: Buffalo nineteen, Houston twenty-two. Probably some pushes out there if you were uh, depending on when you bet it. I was, I was, I was loving myself. The Bills up sixteen, nothing. We both had the under. You had Houston. I had Buffalo. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. Sixteen, nothing, and then they kick the second half off. There's this Houston play where they throw the football to the ref, and then now wait, that should be a fumble. The NFL intercedes. I had Buffalo special teams defense. That would have been amazing. Spirit of the rule, Sean. And I guess technically he threw the football forward, so it should have he should have at least been penalized yep. for an illegal forward pass. Never a doubt, Sean. Props. I did hit uh Josh Allen over rushing yards. That was fun. That was easy. That was easy. He got in the first play. I'm I wish I would have had Josh Allen first touchdown. We always mm. uh, we always seem to find those bets. We even discussed it. We did. I love that. It was betting. the kind of thing that you would do. And normally I would, but I honestly, I don't recall off the time of my head what the Josh Allen uh, first touchdown scored price would have been. But man, it, it probably wouldn't have been that crazy because he loves running the ball. Still would have gotten on that. And I lost this bet. They were up 16 nothing. Probably shouldn't have lost the bet, but I regret nothing. That wild ride that Josh Allen took me on for three and a half hours. Was amazing. I was down in San Diego doing some stand-up comedy shows. Brandon Moss, shout out to him, listener of the podcast. 
uh, you know, came out to the show and and was like, oh. "Hey, what are you doing during the day? I'm going to be watching games." I'm like, "Yeah." Posted up at this uh, nice steakhouse and just yeah, had a bunch of cocktails and and sweated out this game. I enjoyed every second of this Bills Texans <laughs> match. Even though or match, I sound like a freaking soccer person. Game. They were they were fit out there on the pitch. It was a, it was just fun. The got to overtime. I mean, Josh Allen on fourth and twenty three when he takes a thirty yard sack that puts the Texans yeah. into into field goal range. I never thought I haven't. I still have a shot at this game, and yet we found ourselves in overtime, about to sack Deshaun Watson. And I mean, kudos to Deshaun Watson. A couple really bad. Winner. Couple Winner. really bad, uh, bad calls there by the refs. I mean, really, you can't call that like crackback block. That was horrible. Yeah, uh, it did seem like. I mean, at halftime, it seemed like Buffalo had this wrapped up. Deshaun Watson did Deshaun Watson things, and and the K metric came out strong, and just put Josh. Josh, when he threw that lateral, Sean, I'm telling you. I just, I just, it was one of those moments. It was the ultimate regression moment for the K metric quarterback. What was he doing? It was so great. I've never seen someone that surprised to get a lateral in a long time. Pretty amazing game. Imagine if, yeah, in a a lot of ways, I would have liked to see Josh Allen uh, coached by Bill Belichick. I feel like he could have gotten a lot out of him. It's just that the variance, if he can just cut out the bad shit, he's good. I I like Sean McDermott as a coach. Great game plan. First half. Great. I mean, they shut him out in the first half, and then the second half just complete collapse. Horrible coaching. Tennessee Titans twenty, New England Patriots thirteen. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Possibly Tom Brady's last throw in New England. Pick six to help. Uh, that's got that guy. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Oh, what do you think? I mean, it's still minus two hundred. He comes back to New England. I- it sounds like the the band is breaking up now. Maybe it's why would he go out of his way to make it seem like he wasn't going to be part of the team anymore? Talking about it in the past tense. Well, I mean, it's we'll pretty, see what happens. I because get he wants a gigantic leverage. contract from the craft from Kraft, and he wants them in the draft to go all in and sign a bunch of free agents to keep his window alive and not build for the future. So that's him putting his big dick out there against yeah. Belichick and being like, "You really want some of this?" And I don't know. We'll see if Belichick wants that. Titans. Uh, we we're both on Titans plus five. You correctly had the under. I, I went over. I, I thought. I thought. I thought both teams would be able to move the ball. It just turned to be a pretty ugly game. They shouldn't have sniffed the over. No. Uh, and they didn't really. Henry plus one fifty. Uh, you had uh, or no over one hundred fifty yards plus three seventy five. That was a winner. What a delicious winner that was. That was amazing. Yeah, they can just we, can we talk about how amazing was, that was? It was just Marshawn Lynch over and over and over. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how much I believe that Tennessee could win. This was more just a bet against this Patriots team because they weren't a good team. And I think that the big takeaway for me after Saturday with these AFC teams, I think I mentioned this on the Periscope, Sean. Yes. Uh, both these teams are not that good, and both these teams are fixing to get their ass beat. Divisional weekend. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. We'll Ryan Tannehill, baby. You ma- imagine that. Imagine Ryan Tannehill winning it, winning a goddamn playoff game. Imagine Ryan Tannehill beating Tom Brady. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't imagine him beating Tom Brady and covering this five, throwing for under a hundred passing yards. I thought there might be some opportunities in the passing game. 
there were not. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings 26, Saints 20. Oh man, that was a uh that was man, that was just surprising. I, I you called it early, even though we we did take we hopped on New Orleans second <laughs> half. I just thought New Orleans would eventually figure it out and we tweeted it out. Drew Brees looked lost. He just looked completely lost. He looked like a guy who had no idea what was going on out there. And then they kept bringing in Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill looked really good. Again, I would, I turned my, I turned around on both Taysom Hill and Kirk cousins in the same game. How could you not <laughs> like Taysom Hill? He, he somehow became less annoying. Maybe it was just the success. I think what it was, I thought about it a little bit more and really what it was that made me enjoy Taysom Hill was right before uh, he threw that 50 yard bomb down <laughs> to the three yard line. Trey Aikman goes, and every time you take Drew Brees out and bring in Taysom Hill at the quarterback position, that is not a good idea. And, and Taysom Hill just shoved it down Trey Aikman's throat. And I think, I think I just fell in love uh, and really enjoyed that. And it's weird, uh, and I'm falling guilty to it too, that Minnesota has this huge upset, biggest upset of the weekend, and a big upset for the playoffs. And everyone's still talking about Taysom Hill. Mike Zimmer and his Vikings crew, no respect. Alvin Cook, uh, great game running the ball. They called a very good game on defense. I thought, I mean, they let up some deep passes. I thought Drew Brees would be able to take advantage of it. And he just, there was that one broken pr- play to Xavier Rhodes. But other than that, they just couldn't push the ball downfield. They, they seemed to, for whatever reason, not go after that tight end matchup. They didn't have someone stretching the field, which maybe that's the flaw of Michael Thomas, strangely enough. Uh, I think both the Vikings won this game and the Saints lost this game. The clock management at the end of the game, we were screaming at the TV. Ugh. Instead of calling the timeout, they let it run down to the two minute to almost the two minute warning. They then lose the two minute warning during the change of possession. It, it seemed they were they ran 30 seconds off the clock with their first play. They end up screwing the pooch. They don't have enough time. It was, I mean, for some, for someone who's supposed to be a great coach, Sean Payton, a lot of early playoff exits, a lot of disappointment in, in the playoffs in general, Sean Payton. And of course I I feel like, and uh, the Patriots fans are, are always enjoying to hop in the mentions that (laughs) everyone, everyone calls out the Patriots for their cheating as they should be. But what about the Saints cheating? I feel like we're the only ones who, when we're talking about Sean Payton's legacy and his questionable legacy, we're always the ones bringing out the uh, possible or not possible, but cheating allegations. I can delete this right here for you. I mean, look, the greatest thing Sean Payton ever did was take Kerry Collins and the New York Giants to the Super Bowl in 2000. Well, I, and that's I'll, it. I'll say this. I think if we're ranking as far as how egregious the cheating is, mm. filming a team signs, I actually have that lower than than bugging a team's uh, a team's press box and like coaching box. That seems way more egregious than signs are one of those things where it's like in baseball they make signs, but then it's it's not okay if you figure out how to steal them, right? It's a fine line of you're allowed to steal them. You're not allowed to use filmed video evidence to steal them. Again, right? Like, even then, though, okay, you're filming signals. <laughs> Way less egregious. To, to your point, 
I mean, wiretapping's actually illegal, <laughs> right? Like he it's violated action, state and federal law. Actually, a crime. Uh, Belichick's just an asshole. Is Louisiana a two-party state? Uh, Louisiana. Who knows what goes down there? How did, how did Sean Payton not go to jail for this? It's a great question, Ryan. He probably had a lot of cash. Right. Yeah. Got a lot of money. Make things disappear. You're looking to become a millionaire like Sean Payton this weekend. You got a chance, baby, over at DraftKings.com. Football almost over, man. You can still get your DraftKings fantasy fix. Just last episode, we gave out all our DraftKings lineup. Uh, we're going to be bringing on John Jackson, who who tweets out and writes up these DFS flow charts, which are amazing. Highly recommend checking those out. It's he does a great job of visualizing the data, Ryan. I really enjoy that. Even though, again, I ignore data. Gut handicapper. Whatever handicapping style you got, he's, you're still in the mix for one million dollars. Yeah, I know firsthand, man. Google DraftKings winners. You'll see old Sean Green's article about cashing two hundred thousand dollars. Scott Tolzien, I'm still coming for you. I'm gonna sue you. I'm gonna get that eight hundred grand. But again, the sweat, the rush of the DraftKings. This is a perfect slate to play as well. The the four game slate, so fun. And they put a little icing on the cake. New and existing users get a deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. All you got to do is use that promo code SGP for new and existing users. Pretty awesome. Just download that DraftKings app. Use the code SGP. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Fortunately, DraftKings lineup, not great this past week because I had some uh, Philadelphia Eagles in there. You had Seattle, right, Ryan? You're wrong on the over. I had the under and the Eagles. Eagles, of course. Like, uh, Seth Joyner said, class act, hardest hitting guy in the nineties on the, on some of those great defenses pointed yep. out that a Jadavian clowny hit was dirty. Getting to wow. some of the props. Jesus Christ, Sean, you're better than this. How am I Just better focus than this? on the fact that you won your DraftKings money without colluding with your girlfriend. <laughs> Just feel good about that. I do. I do. And they're actually married <laughs> and I, I'm going to get my wife to sign up for DraftKings and Make her use the promo code SGP and possibly <laughs> play some uh, contrarian lineups. I didn't nail my props, which I I deserve to give myself some credit for this game. Goddard over fifty receiving yards, cash that, and more importantly, everyone thought I was a maniac taking under twenty nine and a half, an adjusted under. You heard here first at the Sports Gambling Podcast, cash a cool plus nine hundred. That's right. Under twenty nine and a half plus nine hundred. Eagles lost the game. I threw out Russell Wilson over twenty four and a half yards rushing as my lock on the pregame peris- periscope. Sean, yeah, thank you. There you go. That's tough, a lock. Tough sound game. Effect. Tough game. There were tears afterwards. Carson Wentz once again finishes the season off the field for the Philadelphia Eagles. What what does the future hold? Before we talk about Super the great Bowl. danger, Russ. What does the future hold? Will Doug P be back next year? Is Carson Wentz? <laughs> Ryan, you guys is, are a team that just brought in Pat Shermer. We're not talking about the Giants. We're talking about teams that just lost. Yeah, we're the Eagles about- just lost. They came up short this season. 
like 31 other teams will do. Here's what they did do this season that was positive. Uh, they went on a nice run to get themselves <laughs> into the playoffs. They won the yeah. NFC East yep, that's and nice. they beat the Dallas Cowboys. So if you're telling me a season where, hey, you beat the Cowboys at home, you win the NFC East, you sweep the Giants, you go five and one in the division, hey, you could have worse years. Okay. Enjoy that low low 20s draft pick, Sean. Or uh, what? <laughs> I mean, as if you guys are killing it in the draft. You got you got Dave Gettleman uh, over here. Who's his, you guys? Is there a member? Is John? Ryan, Maris are you no longer? Me? Are you are you no longer a part of the Giants? Because I'm think on this, this team, Sean. I'm I think on the this team is what we're st- getting to. I don't think you're a Giants fan anymore. Oh, I'm a. I'll have comment in the future on this topic. Oh my God, Sean! They're about to hire Jason Garrett. Yes, to quote, help mentor. <laughs> Joe, wait, what? What? Uh, Poll your fans. Just put a Twitter survey out. Should we hire Jason Garrett? Oh man! Find me ten percent of the, the human population that clicks yes. Just oh. trolls. Oh, just yeah. trolls. I think I think that if you put that poll on the internet, it would win in <laughs> astounding fashion. As every team, no one wants to lose Jason Garrett. It's the same thing. Like How is Jameis he still Winston. under contract? Why do the Giants have to ask permission to interview him after he was fired? Weirder sleepover: the <laughs> one that Mike McCarthy had with uh, Jerry Jones, or the one that. Uh, that Harbaugh had with that punter that he was trying to recruit. <laughs> well, who would you rather? That's a great uh, poll question. All right. Well, who Jerry would you rather Jones, have a sleepover with? Jim Harbaugh or Jerry Jones? Well, what I was going to say is Jerry Jones probably has a bigger age gap over Mike McCarthy than Harbaugh did over the kid. And le- and let's also let's just look down. Let's actually break down the information here. Jim Harbaugh. It sounds like he slept in the same room. I mean, I like making fun of Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones, but he probably has some like 60 room mansion and he's in some guest house. Yeah. Not only that, he showed up at the kid's house. Yeah. Right. Stranger danger, bro. Yeah. Ryan, you're a father of two. Would you allow a, a gr- would you allow Harbaugh to sleep over? Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, what, what, you need a pillow coach <laughs> who has it better than us, huh? Uh, all right. We're about you to like rocks with your whiskey or what? <laughs> We're about to get John Jackson on the line, but before we do, quick little shout out to Ace per Head. Ever thought of starting your own sportsbook? Don't know how? Ace per Head here to help you start your own sportsbook. Again, year 2020, time to be your own boss. Much like Harbaugh or Mike McCarthy, take matters into your own hands. But you don't need a sleepover. They do it on the website, right? You don't. You don't need to hang out with your bookie and sleepover. Instead, you can become a bookie and collect. Uh, collect from people because that's let's be honest, that's how things work. They have a top-notch customer support and 24. It's going 24/7. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace per head live betting, amazing mobile experience, and you got a chance to get six weeks free over at aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp. Joining us on the line, writer for uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can check him out on Twitter at John Boy Beats. John, what's happening, man? Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, you've been putting out some really cool. Uh, again, I, I love the visual look to the the stuff you've been putting out. Uh, in particular, the DFS flow chart. Hold on, we just have to pause because Sean's going to say some really nice words. But the fact that Sean is gushing. <laughs> over, over data, 
analytics flow charts. Uh, flow chart is very, you don't need a computer to read a flow chart or a slide ruler. <laughs> it's just, a, it's like a choose your own adventure for gambling, which is what I'm looking to do. It simplifies stuff. Uh, he's not here with like, you know, crazy, like aggregating multi crazy lineups. It's like one image I look at and it takes me two seconds to process. So walk us through the idea of the flow chart and kind of uh, how you come up with the numbers. Yeah. I mean, basically the flow chart idea came out of kind of needing to develop a consistent approach to getting some lineups that are kind of correlated every week into DraftKings. Um, I mean, I think kind of the big thing I was running into was not really having that consistent setup every week and kind of, you know, you read through all these different articles and plenty of fantasy sites out there that are, right, everybody's given their matchups of the week and stuff like that. But by the time you get to the end of it, there's, you can't really get a full lineup out of it. You're still needing to plug in players of that. You think on your own that are going to have a good weekend. And you know, that might lead to some bad correlation and stuff like that. And so really the goal with the flow chart is to give out players that obviously have some good trending stats and have good matchups for that week. Um, but then also to make sure there's some, some stacks in there, there's some low own percent players. There's, you know, a good lineup that's going to be built with some strategy that you should have some success in the GPPs. And, you know, I think it's a good tool that you can use if you're playing one lineup or if you're trying to play five lineups, or if you want to get really variant with it and you can get probably up to 15 or 20 different lineups for some of the bigger contests. So, well, let me ask you this because, because while a, a, a bit of the game theory with with playing DraftKings is that kind of percentage of play and, and being contrarian. Some of it's just who's going to perform. So do you, do you take whatever data you're using to drive that and then play props? Because that I, I would imagine that would be the, the, the real angle that you can kind of more explicitly turn, turn the data into dollars. Yeah. I mean, I haven't actually gone crazy into the prop games yet um, on the regular season slate, just with so many other spreads and totals out there for all every game. But as we kind of are running the playoffs here with uh, only four, you know, four or two games a weekend, there's plenty of time to try to find other ways to uh, spend your capital. So I've definitely been trying to get into the prop market more with some of that some of the spreadsheets that I've been going through for the I, I rankings. Like, see what he said. Spread, uh, spend his capital. Like sounds, use, yeah. sounds like a real investor over the, here. The sports gambling world <laughs> exactly. is growing up, Sean. Yeah, it is. You got guys doing clients are sophisticated out there. Anyway. We, we've all read rich dad, poor dad. Now we understand we need to have a 401k. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Uh, football. What's football. the, uh, as far as success, what's your, do you, do you have like a particular Again, I'm sure you've heard. I won two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> once on DraftKings, but yeah. Uh, what's your? Do you have like a either biggest win or favorite win or or something that like? Uh, yeah, I don't know any sort of like crazy stories as far as the DFS world. Um, unfortunately, I haven't really hit anything huge yet. I mean, I think the biggest uh, one big win I had was like week fourteen. I was. So kind of first week I hit big on the, the flow chart and it was in the $3 uh, lineup on Jeff Kings there, the 20, 20 entry. And I think the top entry I had in there turned over a hundred bucks. So that was a big one for me. 33 to like one. The top two. Yeah. That's pretty the top sweet. 2%. So 
So what's yeah. the uh So Scott told he doesn't owe, owe you eight hundred K? Exactly. No, not not, uh, not, not yet. That okay. One. Do you uh do you find yourself would you rather play like twenty three dollar lineups or one sixty dollar lineup? Do you do you find yourself playing a bunch of head to head stuff or do you have a formal strategy or does it kind of change as the yeah. as this season goes along? Yeah, mostly this season I've just been firing off the twenty or the twenty entry uh three dollar lineups and then trying to get some more, you know, one or sometimes I'll throw a lineup in the million maker if I'm feeling confident about it, but um, kind of just, I don't know. I'm kind of more the guy that's thinking that if I only play one lineup, there's going to be three players that I should have played that I'd get screwed on. So I'd rather kind of try to cover my bases and get a little bit of a variance in there. Lineup diversity. Now I know you've also been doing a, you've been doing, you've been really promoting the hashtag show me the data doing some deep dives. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, we were super aligned on the FFPC. We're in a good uh, spot. I think we're in a good spot. I think so too. We need a uh, hustle and bustle to go off a little bit this weekend, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be good. Uh, unless Lamar really, really uh, lights it up and screws us over with, with no Ingram. I don't know. If, has it, has it come out that Ingram's playing yet or? It, it seems like it it's trending the other way. If he does play, he's going to be limited. So I I threw out of, about maybe taking a shot with Justice Hill in my uh, DraftKings lineup. But yeah, I, I'd be surprised if he is highly productive uh, this weekend. What uh, either player stuff or um, you know sides totals? What is jumping out at you for this weekend? Yeah. So real quick on the player side. Um, I'm going to give out a running back that I really like this weekend went in Aaron Jones. Um, mm. He's against the Seahawks allowing who are allowing 9.5 yards per reception to running backs this year. Now the only teams that are worse than that are Kansas city and Detroit who Jones has played three times this year. In those three games, he had 13 catches for 215 yards and two touchdowns. So I think as we've seen with the Packers all year, when they've been able to be successful early, they've gotten Jones going in the passing game. And I think with two weeks to prepare, LaFleur is going to have some stuff uh, lined up for Jones there. So I think he's going to have a big week at 7,400. He's a little bit lower than um, Cook and Henry. And I think he's got the same ceiling as those guys. So that's kind of one of my bell cow guys I'm running with this week in the flow chart. Nice. And what about. Uh... Uh, yeah, sides in total. Is there one particular that's jumping out? Yeah, so I did a little bit of digging um, last week, and I know you guys talked about it a little bit on the pod about the first year quarterbacks playoff debut guys in the wild card round. So um, I looked at the same thing in the divisional round um, for guys who playoff debut. Obviously, a lot smaller sample size. I'll quickly run through the list. It's actually a pretty decent list. We got Mark Bolger, Big Ben, Jake Plummer. Jake the Snake. Uh, oh yeah, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Jake Sandy, Cutler. Yeah, Alex you Smith. Superchargers. Charge. Uh, Alex Smith on the Niners. Uh, then Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Cam Newton. Dakota Rain Prescott. Your oh. guy. Uh, Keenum, and then Patty Mahomes last year. So um, pretty decent group of guys there, but in their playoff debuts in the divisional round, you know, these guys are the one and two seed. They're only five and six straight up. 
And um, as a favorite, they're three and six against the spread. Um, and interesting enough in these games, the overs are eight and three as well. So obviously this is uh, in Jimmy G's wheelhouse here this weekend. Um, so personally from not only from this kind of trend, but I think the total in the Niners Minnesota game is something that I really like going over. Um, it's been climbing down. I think this whole week since it opened. Um, and right now I think it's sitting at 44. If it gets under 44 and gets down to 43 and a half, I think that's something that you got to jump on. Um, but yeah, I really like, uh, I actually like Kirk cousins. to have a little bit of success this week. Uh, oh yeah. Everybody's talking about, everybody's talking about the Niners defense. Um, but you know, the last five games they've given up 29 points on average. So not uh, too impressive coming into the playoffs. So uh, that's a big total. I like for sure. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, man. Thanks a lot for calling in. Uh, make sure you check him out on Twitter at John boy beats and all the uh, articles and stuff. He's posting over at sports gambling Appreciate it, John. Keep up the good work, man. Killing it. Right on guys. Thank you, Sean. Yes. You know what I got in my pocket? A vape pen. Uh, oh wow! Some futures. Really? Uh, not only am I holding a Baltimore Ravens, a, a Green Bay Packers, and the Seattle Seahawks future to win the conference, but I'm also holding futures to win the Super Bowl. So, thank goodness, because Prop Swap came along. They said, "Hey guys, you gotta you gotta spread the word." You got to spread the word about our secondary market. Everyone knows what eBay is. Everyone knows what a sports betting ticket is. Put them together. You got prop swap. Sean, I'm I'm seriously considering which do I sell, Seattle or Green Bay, or do I just say fucking enroll? <laughs> anyway, yeah, that is a tough call. You want to get better prices? You wanna you wanna buy? You wanna sell? Head over to propswap.com. Sean, you wouldn't believe it. This set this past Sunday, a better who wagered $500 in the San Francisco 49ers to win the NFC championships at, at 14 to one. He sold that ticket over at prop spot for $3,300. That's cash in his pocket. He's done. He's out. He's tapped out of that bet. The new better. He got a great price. He got plus one twenty-five. You cannot find that in the open marketplace. So again, head over to PropSwap.com. Take advantage Take advantage of the offer they're giving our listeners, the DGENs only family, using that promo code SGP to get a hundred dollar match. Sean, there's no rollover. You get that cash right then. We've used this. You, I, we both used it. Hundred dollars turned into two hundred dollars. We spent that cash. Again, I did again. Promo code cash is gone. Cash is gone. For in your case, uh, use that promo code SGP over at PropSpot.com. You, you might as well have burned it, Sean. Would you, if you were me, would you sell? I, I was so wait. What are the uh, what are the two prices on the tickets? All right, well, real quick. Ravens ten to one conference, twenty to one Super Bowl. Packers yeah, ten to I one. I wouldn't sell that. Packers ten to one conference, twenty to one Super Bowl. Seahawks fifteen to one conference, thirty to one Super Bowl. I mean. I don't. I, I guess I, don't I would sell. just yeah. What's just hang on to all of them. I'm gonna have a ticket alive in the NFC Championship for sure. Two tickets. Yep. And the, well, anyway. All right, John. Divisional round. We got there. 
We're excited. Team's coming, teams coming off buys. We got Kirk Cousins. We got Jimmy G. And holy shit, we got a Ryan Tannehill. Let's head over to Saturday, Sean. What 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 channel is this game on? Oh man, I don't I know. Didn't, I didn't write down that kind of. Feels like NBC. One thirty-five on the West Coast in beautiful Santa Clara, California. The San Francisco 49ers host the Minnesota Vikings, where the Niners are a seven-point favorite, minus three ten on the money line, plus two. 34, the Vikings, 44 is the total. All right. I'm going to say something controversial here. I'm in on Kurt cousins. Yeah. Dare I say, I see a little Eli Manning in Kurt cousins, this defense. And I'm going to expand on this. This defense is confident. This defense is flying all over the field and this defense there was not a moment in that game versus the saints where they didn't believe they were the better unit on the field. I think if they bring that same attitude now, I'm a little nervous that it's not going to be on turf. I'm a little nervous that San Francisco has been fairly dominant. Although as John pointed out, they have not been great down the stretch. They've given up almost 30 points a game over their last five. And I wanted so badly to find a reason to fade Kirk Cousins, but it's another day game, Sean. It's another day game. It's another game that won't be in prime time. There will not be a lot of pressure. This is when everyone's out shopping. No one's watching this game. San Francisco doesn't give a shit about football anymore. So, oh, and last thing, we said like week two, we wanted to fade Jimmy Garoppolo. In the yes, playoffs. we did. So, all of that, let's go. I like his point on the over. I do think there's going to be some points in this game. I think the Niners get some points. I think the Vikings get a little bit more. Twenty-eight to twenty-four. Wow! Will be the final You're throwing out the exact score. I, I the San Francisco defensive line, I do think is going to be a little bit, uh, a little bit of a thorn in the side of the Vikings. I'm worried about Minnesota going outdoors, but I do really like that. Um, uh, I, I mean, I think there is something to the first playoff stat, especially. And we didn't talk about it when uh, John was on the line, but if you if you dial it in a little bit more and you look at the home favorite, mm. the home favorite for the first time quarterback playoff start is five and sixteen against the spread. So that and and that's a trend that makes sense uh, situationally, right? Because you're you're a home favorite, it means you're coming in with a lot of pressure, and I I think Jimmy G could struggle. Thielen, he's one hundred percent healthy. Um, the Minnesota, they, the defense played really well. They just seem to be buying in the Stefan Diggs uh, freaking out about Kirk cousins. That's kind of odd. I do think Kirk cousins throws an interception. However, I'm going to throw this out there. San Francisco, I think throws the first interception. I'll take that at plus 100 and Kirk cousins over 234 and a half wow. yards. Okay. Uh, maybe I will end up swapping. Uh, Minnesota into my uh, DraftKings defense spot. I'll take another look uh, closer to kickoff, but I, I do worry about Kirk with the turnover. Other than that, I kind of like the matchup. At the very least, this should be a game for Minnesota. So give me Minnesota plus seven and the over forty-four. Uh, money split uh, fairly evenly. Fifty-five percent of the money and the tickets on the 49ers. and as far as the total, much more of the money coming in on the under. So. I just don't see that. I think, I think San Francisco's defense of late, we've seen it not been great. Their last two home games. What's happened. Sean Falcons beat them 29, 22. 
Yeah. Uh, Rams. I mean that that's that's a little uh crazy if you remember that Falcons game. I, I know. The, but there was also, like some wild play at the end, lateral they, return for a touchdown. Okay. But they also lost to the Falcons at home. I'm just pointing out the 29 points in sure. particular. They lost to the Falcons at home. They almost lost to the Rams at home. This isn't a defense that has been locked down, like shut it down lately. And I think this offense with Adam Thielen back has confidence. With Kyle Rudolph in the mix, with has confidence. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't see the Thielen thing at all uh, going into that Saints game because I thought the defensive backfield of the Saints would be able to handle handle Thielen, and that Thielen was was struggling with his injuries. We saw Lattimore get into it, yelling with the guys on the sidelines. Now maybe Diggs. Maybe Diggs is an interesting guy because maybe Kirk feels like compelled to throw him some passes. I mean, remember the this is how long the season was. It feels like decades <laughs> ago where we were betting against Kirk Cousins against the Bears and, yeah. and you know, he had to publicly apologize and Zimmer lost respect for him. <laughs> like this team could be in the NFC championship game. That's how crazy the NFL is. So yeah, give me the Vikings and over forty four. The last thing I'll say about this game, at least the, the the sides in this game, is it just I'm just not ready at this stage in my life to lay seven points with Jimmy G. I don't think the defense is where it was. He hasn't earned it. Yeah, he, ha- he hasn't earned it. Well, seven points is a lot in the playoffs. What what? So what? You threw out a prop? Are we throwing out props? Uh, we don't have to. I I threw out a couple. I mean, we can do a bunch on the on the Periscope, but I mean, I, I don't think we're gonna be doing a Periscope on Saturday. So maybe we throw out the Saturday props, save the Sunday ones for the pregame Periscope. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think the way to go here. It's hard to not see Dalvin Cook having a game, and it, I I'm curious to see what his do. I wasn't able to find rushing to as per last podcast. Uh. I like his rushing total. I think I would also look to p- just play. So wait, sorry, who'd you say over? Dalvin Cook. Oh, Cook over. Yeah. The matchup here, while there's some strength up front for the 49ers, I think I think he's going to be able to get loose. It's another one of those situations. Am I going to play the receiving prop? Am I going to play the rushing prop? I think I might just settle on him scoring a touchdown. And you're going to be able to find that somewhere around even money. I would imagine Dalvin cook. I'm seeing over 73 and a half yards. That, that's a good number. I do. I would take the over on that. All right. Anything else you want to throw out prop wise? <sighs> Jimmy G's going to throw up interception, right? Okay. Yeah. Jimmy G will throw INT. I, that's probably like even, I kind of, I have to put a little bit more thought into how I'm going to fade Jimmy G, but I think that's one of the ways to fade him. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll, I'll th- one of the receivers for the Vikings is going to have a decent day, mm. and I'm and I'm not sure and is, is Diggs going to do it against Sherman because it does seem like Sherman is going to be the guy that's going to be on him. Maybe is stealing again, and and you just can't overthink the idea of him having back to back good games. Yeah, and then on the if you are playing the prop market for the 49ers, I would just like I throw them in my DFS lineup, but I, I think. You attack the forty or you attack the Vikings deep. You attack that secondary. Debo Samuel is the guy to do that. That would be the guy I would look. To. I would look to play his yardage prop, and even maybe a, a prop builder where you par you parlay it with. I don't know. Maybe him to score a touchdown. So that's where I'm going with that, Sean. 
Sweet. Not super stoked about this game, but the Vikings and what I was saying earlier, I never got to finish the point. The Vikings have a little bit of that vibe where like everyone seems to believe you're not hearing a peep out of that. Are you hearing a peep out of Minnesota right now? No, just no Stephon news. Diggs. No news coming out of <laughs> Who Minnesota. wants to fight everyone. That's fine. Everyone, they, they all seem to like Diggs, so I'm not worried about the behavior. And yeah, it's great. I I want him to be a little fired up because he's not getting the ball now. If he starts going after the kicking net and stuff like that, then you got to shift him out to Cleveland. But until then, I think he's still on your team. Next up, Sean, the night game. Tennessee heads to Baltimore, where Baltimore is a nine and a half point favorite. Minus four thirty on the money line. Three ten is the money line for the Titans. Forty six and a half is your total. Sean, I'll say it. Say it loudly. Scream it from the rooftops. I believe Mike Vrabel's dick is safe. Mm. Because the Ravens are gonna take them out to the fucking woodshed right now. Sean, you and every, PSA for our listening audience. If you're watching on youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, I'm going to look at the camera. So you catch my drift here. The Patriots were dog shit. They yes. were a bad team. The entire fan base is selling the idea right now that they, they all knew this wasn't going to be their year. The Titans barely got by them. Barely. It took Derek Henry dragging this right here for you. Dragging them to the next round of the playoffs. Now, what do they do, Sean? So last week they took on uh, the number one defense. Check. Baltimore's pretty good at defense, but they took on a very, very mediocre offense. And now, what are they doing? They're taking on the best offense. The best offense. They're coming off a massive win for the coach, a massive win for the team, a massive win for Ryan Tannehill. What could possibly go wrong? You and you would say, Ryan, you just you just backed the Vikings, who are in a very similar situation. Absolutely not. Mike Zimmer been there before. Kirk Cousins not been there before. Defense wins games. I don't think Tennessee's defense is enough to slow down Baltimore here. I think this is one of those games that is over. As soon as it starts, Baltimore rolls. I'm going to give you another score, Sean. 34 13. Certainly in the realm of possibility, I'm going the other way. (laughs) Ryan, give me the Titans. Hashtag tighten up. I said I wouldn't go against the Titans again, and I'm not going to against the Baltimore Ravens. Nine and a half points is too much. You're paying that Lamar Jackson tax on point spreads. What is the what is the split on the money? The public has to be all over at the Ravens. Uh, it's about 50-50. Baltimore rushing defense, 19th in DVOA. I think Tennessee can slow down Baltimore's offense by running the ball. And and this Tennessee team is coming in, they're super confident. They're gonna, they just seem like they're going to be in this game. I don't see them getting blown out. Yeah, Harbaugh is a good coach, superior coach, 9 and 3 against the spread following a bye. That's certainly something for them. I think Tennessee will struggle a little bit with the tight ends. So even Andrews and uh, some of the other, maybe even a Hayden Hurst game could be a fun uh, deep play there. But ultimately, I think I think AJ Brown has a competent game, and I think a competent uh, game. I think Tannehill has a bounce back game oh. from uh, his 81 passing yards, <laughs> and I still believe in Tannehill's uh, rushing ability. I think that could be the real surprise here. I don't know about an outright win. Say that for the dog portion, 
but I do think Tennessee is going to be involved in this game. They just Sean, don't I, strike me as a team that's going to get blown out in a situation like this. So props wise, this is the exact place. The, the, I think you're going against your gut here. I think you're getting cute and you're going against your gut because you said that you wouldn't fade the Titans again. Yes. And that is my gut telling me I shouldn't fade the Titans. Give me Mark Ingram under 74 and a half rush yards. Well, that is juicy. I think this calf injury is serious. So uh, give me a little justice Hill, but really Ingram under 74 and a half rushing yards. As far as total, I don't have a great feel for it either way. I'll go under 46 and a half though. Oh, so I gave out a score that was slightly over. It looks like it's going to be very windy. Uh, so I guess, I guess I'll lean, even though I said 47, I'll lean the under here with you. Okay. Even though you gave out a score that was over 46 and a half. <laughs> All right. Really hedging your bets here, Ryan. I was right at 37. I'll amend that to 31, 13. Okay. There you go. You're just under the 46 and a half. Any props you want to head out? Uh, Lamar Jackson over rushing yards. Okay, so L Jack, that's yep. a badass nickname. Why is he? Why is L Jack not instead of like Low Jack? L Jack. Why is that not taken off? I would uh, L Jack over rushing yards. So the squares of square plays. Like you couldn't, you couldn't build a more square box to throw out to the. I punk. also um, the MVP. I think he'll do what he always does. One betting slip, please. What is the? Do you have a Corey Davis receptions? I might be able to find that for you, Ryan. Probably but not. Uh, actually, according see. to DVOA, the weakness of the Tennessee or of the Baltimore defense is the number two receiver. I can give you uh, Corey Davis receiving yards. What is it? Thirty-seven and a half. Over. Okay, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I I, I was going AJ Brown just because I just think the dude's a player, but the second receiver could be the angle to go. And I, uh, the other area I would look to attack uh, this game in the prop market is the, the under for sacks. All right. And the under for a number of number of times we ever have to think about Mike Rabel cutting off his dick <laughs> ever again. Okay, Kramer, got the second uh, Sunday games coming up, but before we do, oh man. Perfect transition. You mentioned Mike Vrabel, who said that. What was the exact quote, Ryan? Because it was amazing. I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. I I cut off my dick for a Super Bowl. I don't need my dick anymore. I'm married. You understand me? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Well, even if he cut it off, he. I mean, you would still. Uh, you'd still want to look good down there, right? Because people are gonna. It, hey, what's going on? Oh my god! I can't believe the coach. Literally cut his dick off, and you don't want to cut your dick off. That's why you want to use Manscape. That's right, Manscape. Fire up the lawnmower. There, breaking news, Ryan. I gotta get my breaking news sound effect. The pubic service announcement. The lawnmower 3.0. You're not gonna cut your dick off like Mike Rabel because they got some technology. That's right. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for closer, more precise trimming. You don't want to be cutting your balls in the dark. Come on, you need a solid light. 
Of course, if you use the promo code SGP, 20% off and free shipping. 20% off and free shipping. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. That's right. If you're like me and you really you really got a thick forest to work through, you may need all 90 minutes, Ryan. But I don't know. I don't know. Even though I even though I got quite a forest. I mean, 7,000 rotations per minute with the quiet stroke technology of their awesome mower. Uh, fire it up, baby. We got some balls to cut. Manscaped.com promo code SGP for 20% off and free shipping. I love that we have a uh, lawnmower sound effect. But yeah, it's a great visual, right? Sean, I'm gonna go back to the over. You're right. I shouldn't I shouldn't uh, oh make it confusing God. for the fans. Just for me, the guy Sunday. keeping track of the picks. All right, relax. Relax. Sunday. I'm relaxed, bro. We got a, a later start time here, Sean. Yes. Is everyone aware? You get to sleep in on Sunday. Kickoff is not until twelve oh five Pacific. So we'll say uh, we'll call it eleven thirty for the Periscope. Mm, yeah, it might have to be a little bit earlier than that, but we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Some of us have some uh, obligations, oh Sean. God, I'm, I'm sorry. That is a disgusting. Act. I don't know what to tell you. Houston heads to Kansas City, where the Chiefs are a nine and a half point favorite, minus. 435 on the money line Houston plus 315 51 is the total Sean yes it's a big number it's a big it big number for Mr. Deshaun Watson but Andy Reid off a bye too much both these AFC spreads should be two touchdowns not much to talk about here honestly I think it's for the same reasons this Houston team should have won the first round both the AFC wildcard yeah, round Houston, winners are fraudulent. Houston to me is way more fraudulent uh, than this Tennessee Titans team. The Titans road tested. Houston was down sixteen nothing at home to the Bills. Now it's the Andy Reid choke potential versus the Bill O'Brien coming off lucky as hell win. I, I just don't think the Texans can cover Tyreek Hill. Hit on in the DFS show, eighty yards, two touchdowns. Uh, they just can't cover him. They, in the KC defense, they've gotten healthier. They've gotten better. Spags is whatever sort of magic he's had. He, he's pulled out of his ass. Terrell Suggs, maybe he gets involved well, and gets a sack. Spags can do it when he has a pass rush. You, they, Kansas City has a pass rush, and we've seen. You know, the more I look at this, more the more that I'm as I build additional DFS lineups, I'm going to have the Chiefs defense in there because Watson makes a very high floor for the defense because he just takes sacks. And yeah, he really does. I'm a little worried about the back door here because Deshaun Watson never gives up. But again, I, I think this is a game where if you if you say are coaching a youth soccer game and you miss the first, I don't know, two quarters of the game, you might turn it on and see that it's twenty four to twenty four to ten, twenty seven to ten. 31 to 10. I just think Kansas City rolls. This is Chalk City. Kansas City and the over. Uh, I know I said the exact same thing about the Saints last week. Too easy. I just think you you want to get these two. This is the correlated game. This game's one how does this game not go over, Sean? Yeah, I mean that's a, I I could see it being like uh, you you threw out a 31-13 score. I could see that for the uh Titans Baltimore. I could actually see that Beating this score, I'll go over with you. 
again, can we, can we maybe get a, a look at the weather? Cause I think that could be a, a possibly deciding factor it's gonna to be cold. 34 yeah. degrees. And you even saw, even in that snow game, uh, no Mahomes looked pretty competent uh, and whatever sort of uh, knee stuff he had going on previously from that dislocated thing. He had a nice week off. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I really think Kansas city is just going to smoke him. I don't really see it going any other way. Andy Reid, 14 and seven against the spread following a buy that's 21 or I don't know, whatever, a couple of playoff games in there. Andy Reed is a proven veteran and a- Andy Reed is going to throw bill O'Brien in the locker. I-, I feel really good about Andy Reed having two weeks to prepare against this Texans quarterbacks. I mean, I, I think the Texans cornerbacks uh, are still banged up too. I-, I, there were opportunities there that the bills had that they didn't even take full advantage of. Maybe Mahomes scrambles a little bit. It just felt like there was a lot of meat left on that bone for that Houston team that was at home. And still, I mean, they didn't let up a ton of points. They only let up 16. So they shut them out in the second half, but it felt like they could have done way more. And and I think a crafty Andy Reid is really going to exploit a lot of those matchups. Yeah. I just think both these games are so obvious. I'm, I'm really surprised the money is not split more. Both these games are right around 50, 50. I'm really, really shocked. I, I think the AFC, uh, no one wants to watch Houston or Tennessee anymore. We want to see Baltimore play Kansas city. And while you know we know how that works out in the gambling world, when everyone assumes something gonna something's gonna happen, but I don't. What goes wrong if you just money line these two, like parlay them, parlay the money lines? What goes wrong? I think you can <laughs> tease both, tease both to three and a half. What could go wrong? Nothing, Ryan. Any pro, nothing any can go wrong. Sh- I'll, I'll say him for the Periscope. Oh, I like that. Tune in. We might have to start at eleven, Sean. Okay. Compromise. Stay tuned to uh gambling podcast on Twitter. S- Sunday, 3 40 PM on the West Coast. Green Bay hosts the Seattle Seahawks, where the Packers are a four point favorite, minus one eighty five on the money line. Seattle plus one fifty five. Forty seven is the total. I feel like this is the battle of teams that we've used the term smoke and mirrors for repeatedly. Yep. One of these teams that is at home. One of these teams has a better defense. One of these teams has a better offensive line. One of these teams has a running back. <laughs> Seattle's in a tough spot here, but I I don't think I don't think you get rich fading Russell Wilson. But I think this is the end of the road, right? Russell Wilson twenty two and seven ATS as an underdog. So that's that's yeah. the angle you're talking <laughs> yourself into. But the counter is. Packers 33 and 20 against the spread. And uh, you know, in these December home games or these late games, uh, again, you're right. They both feel somewhat fraudulent. Uh, however, if you, I mean, neither have great point differential, especially Seattle. They've just keep winning in ugly, crazy ways and in yeah. unconventional ways. They just nothing it's, about their kind of approach is normal. You got Marshawn Lynch. Maybe he gets, I mean, you've seen Green Bay not be able to hand physical runners. This is a little interesting nugget, uh, courtesy of my boy Walter Football. Uh, Cleet uh, Blakeman, whatever his name is, is Got refing it. is oh. refing this game. And uh, if you followed his career oh, at all, no. he is uh, super super shady when it comes to <laughs> refing Packers games. Oh, if you remember earlier in the year there was that really bad uh, Green Bay and Detroit uh, game. Yeah. 
a Monday night game. That was a Blakeman game. Oh. And he's uh so there's a guy in uh, Vegas, according to some like local Twitter gambling Twitter gossip. Okay. This guy bet $185,000 on that Green Bay Detroit game. Money line, of course, on Green Bay. And they yep. got all those crazy calls to help get them a win. Perfect. This other guy has uh bet three other Blakeman games uh, when when involved in Green no Bay. Way. So oh there seems goodness. to be some super shadiness going on and this is this is truly a gut handicap because I think if you actually looked at the numbers, this should probably just be a simple Green Bay minus three. But I think something's going on. I think the public is kind of back in Russell Wilson and the yep, Seahawks team. Sixty percent. Yeah, and that that kind of is the final thing that that tips me the other way. And taking this, Green Bay is an ugly four point favorite. It feels like they're the they're kind of the ugly favorite that no one wants to touch. So I'm taking the pack here. I'm going under. Uh, I could regret it because this has the makings of a field goal game. But that extra point, point and a half is some it's some shady play calling or some shady some shady penalties. Whatever. There's going to be something weird that happens in this game, and I think it's actually going to go in Green Bay's favor. Well, uh, so first of all, it's going to be cold as shit. It's going to be 17 degrees, and both of these teams, the way you attack them is how, Sean. On the ground with the running attack. One of these teams doesn't have any running backs. Period. Marshawn Lynch, I mean, it's a circus act. I, I like the guy. I was stoked that he signed. He's not an NFL running back right now. Over and over and over. And maybe he'll prove me wrong, but when you look at the weaknesses of both these teams on both sides of the ball, it's defending the run. Seattle is extra bad at it, and now they're going to take on a dominant back this year and Aaron Jones. I've heard this take a bunch this, this, this week. And I think it's true. I think Aaron Jones is going to be involved early and often. And I don't think Aaron, uh, the other Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, is going to do need to do a lot to win this game. I love the under, mm. I love the green Bay Packers. I think Seattle's going to struggle to score. I, I, I it's a race to 20 for me. Really? As yeah. It's I, a I race can see to this. 20. Of the totals, I'm feeling good about the over 44 in uh, San Francisco, Minnesota, and the under 47 in this one. Sean, I'll go a little further. Why is this not also seven? I I think that's Seattle a is Seattle is a shadow. The the running the fact that they lost Seattle is really good on the road. Chris Carson though, the fact that they lost Chris Carson, and this is another team. They just they won a playoff game. Tough playoff game against a team with a f- old ass washed up quarterback. Like the Eagles, the fact that the Eagles only lost by one score is remarkable. And now, the, again, long Lam- cox Lambo also at this point, like that's a level of cold you're not used to up there in Seattle, right? The as you put it, these heroin junkies. I yeah anyway so and then as far as a prop that I I, I would I would actually look to play the under on Aaron Rodgers this mm. week the passing yards passing touchdowns ooh and I I, I just will, whatever you got to do to play an Aaron like Aaron Jones over to me I would fuck around with the over catches but I would look I would look around on the adjusted under like but you 39. said we're gonna wait we're gonna give him something on the on the Sunday show you know exactly Ryan exactly. Lock Dog T is coming up. Before that, Ryan, one more shout out to our partners. 
partners, friends, uh, ass- assists, because you know what you need, Sean. Mm. You need privacy out there. I do. People like to make fun of me. They they yell soy boy at me. So when I'm on the <laughs> internet, I need to make sure that what I, what I'm doing isn't being tracked by people like you looking to shame right the, the soy boy name. So what do I do? Well, I head over to expressvpn.com. I use it to change my location because Sean, you know, I love basketball, Yep. but I can't get all the games when they're blacked out. I just easily change my, my location. You can even make it look like you're out of the country. Yeah. The two best teams in the, in the Western conference Clippers and Lakers. (laughs) I mean, what the hell you got to get what is it, Comcast or whatever you, you to get have Lakers to against? have Time Warner or whatever? Who the hell wants to get Time Warner cable? Yeah, and 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 you can even leverage the idea of looking like you're outside the country to buy something like the NBA League Pass for less than five, 15 bucks for the whole year. So again, ExpressVPN works on your phone, works on your computer, works on whatever device you need it to work on, Sean. So wherever you're streaming those games, wherever you're doing that internet traffic activity, mm. wherever you're Googling Mike Brable's chopped off <laughs> dick, and you don't want your work to find out, you need that VPN. Head over to expressvpn.com and use that. Oh, I'm sorry, slash SGP, where you can sign up for three months for free when you get a one year package again, expressvpn.com slash SGP sign up for that one year package and it's three months for free. So the exact quote is Mike Vrabel says he would quote, gladly chop off his own dick <laughs> to win the super bowl. So we nailed it. Happy birthday. Lock dog tease presented by my promo code SGP Kramer. Do it. Give me your lock dog and tease. Hmm. Lock. Give me Baltimore. Wow. I was going to go Kansas. It's one of the big favorites uh, for my dog. I only got one dog, only got one of them. And uh, fortunately I think they're going to win outright. Hmm. Kirk cousins gets it done in the Bay you like that? You like that? and heads up to green Bay. Can he get rid of the last demons? I almost should hedge with a little Minnesota to win the conference at this point. Yeah. You can get a probably pretty solid price on that. And for my T's, uh, just throw them in there. Baltimore, Kansas City. And you're gonna make me put a third one in there. Yeah, so Baltimore minus nine and a minus three and a half. Kansas City minus three and a half. Like these should be 14 points, Sean. I don't even I, I I'll please them. Go go the other way. Wow. And give me uh for the last leg, give me the uh let, let's let's move the under for the Green Bay game up to fifty three. Okay. All right, I see what you're doing there, Ryan. For my lock. actually, hold on, Sean. I want your advice. Over 38 on the Niners Vikings game, or under 53 on the Packers Seahawks. <gasps> under on the Packers Seahawks, right? It's going to be a running yeah. game. The clock's going to be moving. Let's go. Minnesota 2017, not completely out of the question. For my lock, give me the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Showtime, my homes. Nice for my dog. Give me the Vikes plus two thirty. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of on the uh, same thing there as you for my tease. Jeez, uh, do you really you really tease Minnesota up to thirteen? Not a tremendous value there. Green Bay plus two. All right, so I'll go. KC. Why don't you tease the KC over the KC total? 
All right, I'll te- I'll tease KC over down to uh, forty five. That, that's a hundred percent hitting. I'll do the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the uh, Minnesota San Francisco over down to thirty eight. Even though I just said I could see it being thirty seven, and from the last <laughs> leg of my tease, give me Green Bay. Rare tease over zero because Seattle. If anyone's going to win by one point, it's going to be Seattle. So, give me Green Bay plus two. All right, man. That does it for the podcast. Again, rate review, share on iTunes, get these iTunes reviews up. Free content train could come to a screeching halt. You don't want us to get a Patreon. Come on. You're better. You're better than that guys. Come on. Well, let's keep things free. Throw us a bone, head over there, rate, review and share. Thank you. As always appreciate the support for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan. Good luck this weekend, Aaron Kramer. Let it ride. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.